Here we go. How is everybody doing? This is Corey Enman, and you are listening to another episode of my podcast. I am the host of Your Fat Doesn't Care. Now, <clears throat> if you don't know where that title comes from, go back, listen to the first episode ever. But basically, I've been in fitness for my entire life, but coaching and personally training and all that stuff, owning boot camps since 2003. And the one thing I've heard is every excuse on the planet. And what I used to say when people would start giving me excuses is I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You still have to do this, this, and this. Um, But what people heard instead was I don't care about them, right? I didn't care about their excuses or whatever they thought their reason was that they're not going to get the results that they want. I didn't care about the excuses, not about them, but they heard, I don't care about them. So I switched it to saying your fat doesn't care, right? Because when we make excuses of why we don't get shit done, it's because we're making excuses. Whether we like it or not, whether it's justified or not, is irrelevant. Because no matter what, no matter how many kids you have, no matter how busy you are, no matter how tired you are, no matter how fat you are, no matter how whatever you are, your fat doesn't care. If you don't take the appropriate action to eat right and exercise, your fat will go to wherever you don't want it to go because it doesn't care what you say. It doesn't care how you've justified your excuses. It doesn't care if you're busy. It doesn't care if you have 17 jobs and 42 kids. It's going to go to your ass or your triceps, wherever you don't want it to go. So that's where the title comes from. Your fat doesn't care. So really, all of it boils down to your fat not caring. So we've got to make changes in our lives. So... Here we are. This episode is actually, um, we're doing one, if you don't know, if this is the first time listening, we're, we're, I'm basically, I'm doing one each week at my boot camps. Uh, and I own, I own three boot camps. I co-own one with my brother and I own two other ones. Um, at my boot camps every week, we do a word of the week. And it's kind of like a theme to keep us focused, to keep our members focused, to keep the focus on um, the right thing moving forward, you know, and we kind of rally around that theme during the week. So, what I've decided to do with the encouragement of boot campers and my wife was to do a word of the week each week um, or a podcast about the word of the week. So that's what this is. Um, but this week, this this past week was uh, Thanksgiving. And, you know, we had a great Thanksgiving. Um, actually, our my wife's cousins were coming down from San Francisco and they got stuck in the snow and they actually left at four o'clock in the morning and didn't get in until the next day. 24 hours, they had to sleep in a Target parking lot because the snow and the roads were shut down. It was crazy. So we just kind of hung out and ate and drank and watched football and took a nap. Thanksgiving is by far my favorite, absolute favorite holiday. I get to sit down literally all day, watch football, eat, and it's okay that I take a nap and not feel guilty. Like I'm not getting anything done. It's literally the best holiday ever. I don't have to buy anything for anybody. My wife usually does the cooking. We bring it over to my brother-in-law's. They host. So I don't have to do anything. And they got TV. They had just done their – oh, man, it was great. So I'm grateful, right? That was the word of the week last, last week was grateful. And I'm really grateful for all of you guys. I've had a lot of great feedback on the podcast so far. we got a lot of people listening. Um and hopefully, if you get value out of it, share it. That's you know what I ask. That's how we're going to impact more people. That's how 
I'm going to impact more people. If you hear something and you hear something that somebody else needs, share it with them. Share it on you know iTunes, whatever. Send it in a text, but just share it. Uh, the more we share, the better it's going to be, and the more people will be able to be helped. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be some stuff that I say that is something that you would like to say to somebody you know, right? Like you can't tell your friend that they're fat and they need to stop bitching and they need to stop making excuses, but you can be like, Hey, you should really listen to this guy, Corey. He says a lot of good stuff. You know, he says your fat doesn't care. You should listen. In other words, stop your bitching, stop making excuses. You're fat because you're lazy or you're not making good choices and you should listen to this. And hopefully you get either pissed off, which will motivate you or inspired, which will motivate you. But Either way, hopefully it gets you to take action. Um, so anyway, the word of the week this week is grit, right? And grit is a fantastic word, uh, especially in regards to fitness. Um, because grit's really at the heart of it all. Um, the definition of grit is courage and resolve, strength of character, right? So, and there's, you know, the, there's different characteristics characteristics of grit they there's you know they have like five characteristics characteristics of grit man getting through this thing was without you know mumbling would be my grit today um <laughs> excuse me so the five characteristics of it, char- <laughs> you know what's cool about this podcast what i don't want to have to do is i don't want to have to edit right I'm not going to have my editing team. I'm in my studio, a.k.a. Kate's old bedroom. And he was actually visiting this weekend, so I didn't have my studio to myself. Um, but I like a real conversation. I like real stuff. I like real mistakes. I like emails that have, like, misspellings in it because somebody didn't check it because it was a human. Um, so I like podcasts where they don't edit it. I, usually I can tell, especially if I'm listening to it, it cuts off and then their voice sounds different. So this isn't edited. So if I can't say characteristics like I couldn't for the past like four times, then that's just what it is. Um, All right. Five characteristics of grit are basically courage, conscientiousness, conscientiousness, perseverance, resilience, passion. Um, Basically, to have grit means you have courage and show the strength of your character, right? It's passion, perseverance. Um, person who really works hard to follow through on commitment. All right. So um, that's kind of like the Webster's dictionary or, you know, the Google dictionary, because uh, for those of you that are younger than me, millennials, I don't even think you guys know what Webster's is. Um, it's just everything is Google. Um, but that was the old dictionary. So basically when it comes to fitness, so we just finished our t- a 10 week challenge and um a 10-week challenge, the way I design it is I design, I design it to challenge every part of their, really their mental state, right? A challenge, you know, weight loss challenge. It's like, I hate weight loss challenges. One, because weight loss is bullshit, right? Anybody can get you to lose weight. You can eat three cookies a day, be on a cookie diet and lose weight. Losing weight is simple. Losing weight too much, too fast is stupid. More than two pounds a week, which they, or I mean, sorry, one, more than one pound a week is bad for you. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Any dumbass trainer, any stupid boot camp, any facility that says losing more than one pound per week is good, um, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't test using real science. They don't test using state-of-the-art technology. When you lose more than a pound a week of weight, you are losing lean muscle mass, period, end of story, because you're in too much of a deficit of calories. So you're losing muscle, and when you lose muscle, it slows your metabolism. 
So if you're losing more than a pound a week, you're slowing your metabolism, which in the long run will never keep the weight off, which will force you to yo-yo. Um, so if anybody's telling you that you should be do, losing more than that, it's, it's total bullshit. Um, but weight loss is very simple. But getting there is the hardest part, right? You have to have – first of all, you have to have patience, right, which a lot of people don't have, especially women. When it comes to their weight um, – and I'm an expert with women and weight. So don't be like, oh, you don't know because you're a man. Bullshit. I mean that's all I've coached for 15 years is women, 99.5%. And they're almost all the same. So I can say with certainty that, yes, it is definitely the way most women think. Now, of course, there's you who's the exception. You're like, no, not me. I'm not that person. Okay, fine. I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to everybody else. Um, so when it comes to like grit, we're doing a challenge 10 weeks and it it's so frustrating because literally – I thought by doing a 10-week challenge, it literally, it, you know, science shows it takes 66 days to change a habit, right? So a habit, um, they say, you know, they say 21 days, which is total bullshit, right? Like if I stop picking my nose for 21 days, I'm not done picking my nose. Like that just ain't happening, right? If I'm logging my food for three weeks and then I stop and, you know, now it's not a habit, yeah, no way. Three weeks is nothing. I, you know, we can do anything. For, we can not do anything. For, can you imagine that? Like, oh, I didn't have a drink for three weeks. Now I'm just not a drinker doesn't work that way. 66 days, that's a hell of a difference, right? That's, you know, over three months worth where you're doing the same thing every single day. Now, grit is having the courage and the strength of character and the perseverance and follow through on your commitments. So we've got this 10-week challenge and out of, you know, over 100 people, oh, we had literally less than like 30, 30% do their final results. Um, and I thought by doing a 10-week, it would allow them to create better habits. But all it did was reinforce the mental insanity every single week. Now, we weighed in weekly. I used to weigh in daily, right? So if you think it's weekly is bad, I don't want to hear it. Daily, daily is insane. However, the whole point is to learn and to change and to adapt and to take away the emotional bullshit that we attach to it. Right now, women are so focused on weight loss and eating less on in one camp. Right, the the muscle building, figure competitors, show bodybuilding. They're not. They don't do it that way. They do it through eating a lot and the timing of it and macronutrients and consistency. And somehow, when women are competing for a show, they don't worry about their calories. But when they're trying to lose weight, then it's like, oh my god, I can't eat any more food. Um, so a lot of people start to get back into those old habits, right? They're, they're motivated the first couple weeks, they're learning, they're focused, you know, and then all of a sudden they're eating great and they're eating better than what they did before. So in their head, it's great. So it's enough. Um, even if it's not enough for what they want, it's enough. It's better, right? So then we'll justify, well, at least it's better than what it was before. Well, if it sucked before and it's less sucky now, it still sucks. So that's not good, right? That mindset is not the right mindset. But it takes real grit to grind it out for 10 weeks, like grit. Like I am going to set the goal. I'm going to do this. And basically, you had to log food every day. Like logging food's a pain in the butt at first. But once you get in the habit of it, it's not that bad, right? But it still takes like it takes work. It takes some grit. It takes some perseverance to do it for 75, you know, 70 days in a row. Um. And if you do that, 
if you if you create that habit after 70 days in a row of logging your food, you'll have the habit of logging the food. That's part of it, right? But the grit to get to that point, what it takes, it's really difficult for most people because we focus on the end, right? We focus on, well, I'm focused on the results when really the result is just a byproduct of the habit. And the habit is the logging the food. And that's really what's important because if we focus on the the end result, and this is one of the mistakes we just, we recently made is all these programs focus on the end result. I want to lose 25 pounds in six weeks. And a lot of these, these programs, bunch of, a lot of the bullshit programs out there, you know, lose 25 pounds in six weeks. Let me tell you something. If you, if you're going to that place, or if you're doing that, if you're losing that much weight in that amount of time, um, it's, it's terrible. You're killing your metabolism. The chances of you keeping off are almost slim to none. Um, what you have to eat and do to your body, the deficiencies are very bad. Um, and whether you can see it or not, I know losing weight, you're like, oh, I feel better. I've got more energy. That doesn't mean your body's not breaking down. It just means you're holding on to less you know, weight. So, of course, if you take off your natural 15 to 25-pound weight vest, you're going to feel better. You're going to have a little bit more energy because you don't have that dragging you around. But that doesn't mean that internally that your body is healthy. If you're eating nothing, if you're eating 1,200, 800, 1,000 calories and you're eating you know, fish and vegetables every day, all day, same thing, drinking water, dehydrating just to get that number down on the scale, you are being misled by, by people that don't know what they're doing um, and that's not good. So it takes grit to have patience, right? That's easy, right? Starvation is easy. Doing something for a short amount of time is easy. And I'm, I'm reading a book right now called Atomic Habits, um, and it's really great. It's about literally about changing you know, 1% habit, 1% every day, getting 1% better. And the way it works is you know, the 1% kind of goes slow, and it goes slower, then it goes up, 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 up. And then there's that exponential point where the, the habit change finally gets you this result. But it's very much not a linear straight line. It's very much like a curve. But when we start doing something, we want it to be a straight line, right? We want we want to start doing a program, and we want the results instantly. I ate three days in a row. I ate good food. I should already have a fucking six-pack. I should have this. I should look better. I should feel better. I should look different. In, I, oh, man, I feel bloated. I feel this, right? So after a couple of weeks of eating right, what happens is you're expecting this linear, this it should be a, a, a visual gradual, consistent improvement in your body when it doesn't work that way. It's actually a very slow, low one and then exponentially it grows. So those first few weeks, it's literally like nothing's happening, even though all of your habits are changing. So what happens is when, when we don't have that immediate linear result, we start reverting back to what we used to do, what worked, hashtag worked in the past, um, which you know, starvation or whatever the hell stupid ass diet you did to lose weight one time before. And then what happens is now you revert back and you just destroy three weeks worth of work. So now you're now starving again and now your systems have to adapt and now everything is running on low efficiency. Your brain doesn't have enough calories, your adrenal glands, your thyroid, your organs, your cardiovascular system, nothing. So regardless of how you feel, your body is still breaking down. Right. So it takes grit to get through those those times when you don't get the result. Right. And that's the beginning of a program is the hardest. And I and I'm coming straight from experience. Right. I just um, I did 75 hard, which is all about grit. 
And then I took time off, gained weight back, and then um, started phase one. And it's two weeks, you know, I'm like eating really well, hit my macros, hit my calories, working out twice a day, my body looks the same. And then all of a sudden, like week three, it's like, okay, boom, there it is. All right, well, look at that. My weight's dropping now. And my muscles are starting to pop out again. Oh, I'm starting to see veins. Um, you know, I'm starting to, ooh, and that, you know, that line's coming back. Ooh, is that my Tupac, not my biggie? You know, it starts coming back, but it, it didn't happen. Like, there was nothing for, like, three weeks. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, there it is. But most of us don't have the freaking grit or the fortitude to wait and to be patient and just keep doing those things for those first three weeks, we get so impatient with our results that we end up going back to the bullshit that we that forced us in this place in the first or for, forced us to have this body in the first place. And then we just it's this vicious and it is vicious, vicious cycle of up and down, up and down, up and down. And then we emotionally beat the shit out of ourselves like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not this or I work so hard and I'm disappointed. It's this disappointment. Right. I should have this result and I don't. So I'm disappointed. So I'm going to go and change what I'm doing instead of sticking with it, having grit, right? Perseverance, setting it, listening to the experts, listening to the coach. I'm going to do this and I'm going to see what happens at the end, right? But we stop. And, 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 you know, in the book, it calls, it's called the Valley of Disappointment, right? Where you feel like it should be linear, like it should be, you know, you should start to see immediate changes right away, but it's really not. So it's like this space in between you know, this valley of disappointment that we're in. And that's where people quit. They quit in this valley of disappointment instead of just sticking with it and then getting that exponential result and being a different person, they stop, right? And that's and that's literally with like grit, like can you stick with it, right? And and now to be fit, it. I mean, that's, that's what all it takes, right? You have to have grit, courage, like courage. You, I mean, if you're going to get fit, you have to be courageous, I mean, we have to say no to everything, everybody, everyone, all damn day long, right? If you're eating healthy, you are the outcast. Let me tell you something. They, they talk about fat shaming? Bullshit. Fat shaming, that means we'd be shaming everyone because almost everyone is fat now. And because of that, it has become acceptable to become fat. It has become acceptable to justify. It's become acceptable to keep, oh, just eat one or to drink or to make excuses like stress and this and that and this and that are okay. And I can be like this because my friend is too. And so is that friend. And so is that friend. We're all fat. So we're going to go out and we're going to have a happy hour and we're going to eat shitty. And then that one girlfriend that comes out or that one friend who's on a program, first of all, you don't even like to be around them because they're like not eating what you're eating. And that's why, and deep, deep down, you know, that's why they're fit. And then you're like, oh, come on. It's only one. It's only one. It's just a drink. Oh, well, you're always eating that blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's like, oh, you never say you never do this. You never eat one of these. You never drink these ones. Right. And that's why they have that body. But they get shamed way more than you. Could you imagine if they're like, hey, all you fat asses, you should stop eating that blooming onion. Right. That's thirty two hundred calories without the damn sauce. You're not going to burn that off for the next two months. Could you imagine if they said that? Or, hey, you you don't need another piece of cake. Or you don't even need a cake. You, you should need that, right? So if we said it to you know most of our friends who are overweight, they'd be all offended. But when we're overweight, we're quick to tell the person that's fit not to, oh, it's it's you're too fit. You're too skinny. You should be having one. Oh, it's only one. It's what is what's one gonna hurt? What's one gonna hurt? Well, obviously, one hurts a lot, because that's how we got to where we got to, right? One piece of cake leads to another goddamn piece of cake, and that's what happens, right? 
one nacho leads to many nachos. We can't just have one. Lay's knows it. They put it on their freaking bag. <laughs> right? Like, oh, who has one Oreo cookie in an Oreo? Exactly. <laughs> no one. So people now that are fit get shamed more than anything. So if you're doing a challenge, you know, and if there's anything on social media, oh, I don't want to know what you're doing every day. I don't care that you're going to the gym. No kidding. You don't care that they're going to the gym because you're not. And if you see somebody else going to the gym, it reminds you that you're being a lazy ass and you're not going. So we'll put that person down or we'll joke about it, right? A lot of people joke about it. That's how they deal with it, right? Instead of being a jerk about it, they laugh it off like, oh, or they'll make fun of themselves. Oh, well, I, you know, there's always that person like, well, you were at the gym. I was, you know, sitting on my couch drinking beer, loving life. It's like, okay, well, in your quiet moments when you're naked and you can't, you know, see your penis over your stomach, you know, is, yeah, are you feeling all loving life then? Because that's the, the truth. So <laughs> it's about having that grit, having courage. And not just one time or two times or three times. It's how long can you do it? And here's the thing. You got to do it until you get to your goal, which sometimes can be six months. Sometimes can be a year. But think about it. If you lose one pound per week, which is what you should be doing, one pound per week, and you do that for a year, that's 52 pounds. Now, unless you're morbidly obese, that's probably going to get anybody or most people to their goal, right? Most people do need to lose like 30, 35. So for like not even a, a year, if they just lose a pound a week, they do it the right way. They're able to build muscle. They're able to drop fat. And in that time, they're able to change their shitty ass mindset, which is what got them there in the first place. And if they create the habits and if the goal isn't, I want to lose 35 pounds, but the goal is I want to log my food for 70 days in a row. I want to eat mostly vegetables for 70 days in a row. I want to not have a soda for 70 days in a row. I want to stop drinking artificial sweeteners and sucralose for 70 days in a row. If the habits become the goals, that's where grit comes. And then being able to do that every single day, that's grit. That's determination. That's perseverance. That's what's going to get you to your goal. Having the goal isn't going to do it, right? Because if we do it, if we just focus on the goal, and then when we realize we're not going to get there or we don't get it, or it's just done, like, you know, we sign up for something or we do a challenge, we get to the end of the challenge. If we're focused on that instead of the habits, the second that is over, what do we go back and do? We go right back to eating shitty. It's like, oh, the challenge is over. Let's have a celebration. Let's go eat, drink shitty. All the stuff that we couldn't have during the challenge. That doesn't mean that's not grit. That's just like you sacrificed something you liked for a long time. And you couldn't wait to go back to your shitty habits, right? But that's not that's not what grit is. Grit is like, do you have the courage to and the sh and the strength of character to stay committed to it? And if you don't, what do we have to do to get there? Um, and that's really what it's about. It's about getting getting into the habits of what you want. And instead of saying, you know, I want to lose twenty five pounds, fuck that. Like, what if you lose twenty five pounds of muscle? Then you're like sick. All right, well, what if you lose 25 pounds of, of you know, and out of 25, 10 of its muscle and your metabolism is now 400 calories slower? That's not good either. So, but what if it's like, man, I want to, for the next 70 days, I want to log my food. Do you think if you log your food for 70 days and, and the majority of that food is good, that you're going to get great results from that? Of course. You know what? I want to go to the gym at least 14 times this month. Instead of saying, you know, three times a week, because let's say, you know, something happens, you say, I want to, I want to. My goal is for the next 70 days, I want to go to the gym at least three days a week. 
well, what happens if now you something happens, somebody gets sick, you got to go to the hospital, blah, 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 and you can only get two days? Because of the way you set it, three days a week, you now can't get that goal if you miss a week, right? But if you say, hey, I want to do 14 times a month. All right, cool. Well, if you miss a week, you can get those last, you know, whatever. You miss, you know, four days or whatever. You can get, you can stockpile them on at the end. So you want to do it that way overall, like to give yourself a little bit of, of freedom in that, right? But it's still about the grit. It's still about like doing it. And then the habit, I got to get in the habit of working out. It becomes a part of what I do as opposed to I'm working out because I have this goal or I'm running because I have this race. How about run because you want to be a runner because you want to be healthy or, you know, I lift because I want to be strong for my kids or, you know, I log my food because I want to be smart with my health and I want to have energy and I want to have, I want to have, you know, nutrients and vitamins and, and, and vitality. And I want to live long and I want to take care of my body. Like those are the byproducts of good habits. But without grit, none of that shit matters, right? Without going, without saying no and having courage and strength and perseverance, it's not going to work. And then it's like, well, yeah, that's easy to say. Well, how do you have it? Well, here's what you can do. Surround yourself with people who are going to support you in having it, right? Surround yourself with people who have it themselves for crying out loud. You know that person that you're always talking shit to that's always fit, that's always saying no to you when you offer them fat food or drinking or alcohol or going out to Don Cucos or wherever the fuck you go to eat crappy food? How about you just start hanging out with them? Start asking, hey, you know what? I want to change my habits. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. You know, what do you do? And then do what they do. Hey, can you hold me accountable? Of course they will. Right. Get around a, a, a fitness company or a boot camp facility or or a personal trainer that's going to hold you accountable to good habits, to eating right, to saying no. And that actually holds you accountable. That's not afraid to weigh you in. That's not afraid to, to, to tell you, hey, shut up with your bullshit. Stop making excuses. You got to do it. Your fat doesn't care. It doesn't matter that you're busy. It doesn't matter if you have kids. It doesn't matter if you slept three hours. It doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. If you don't make changes, you're going to get fat. And that's just the facts. So you can't argue with those facts. So you got to do something about it. So get somebody around you. And if you don't have any friends, if you're like, I'm a total loser, I'm depressed, I'm, you know, whatever. I don't have any friends. Fine. You don't need actual people. But there's like hundreds of books written by successful people in fitness that you can read. Right. And while you're reading that, you're in relationship with that person. Right. If they're giving fitness advice, they're giving health advice and they're giving techniques and things like that. Stuff that you definitely don't know, because if you knew you'd be fit and you start taking action and doing those things and you do it over a period of time with grit, you're going to get those results. Right. If you're doing the things that a healthy person does on a daily basis and you're asking yourself, does a healthy person do this? You're going to get healthy. That's just the byproduct of it. But if you don't know how, then. Either surround yourself with people who do, buck up the money, cancel your goddamn Netflix or Amazon Prime or your t cable or your whatever you re you do that wastes time. Take your phone, throw it in the ocean, block, cut out Instagram. Like there's so much time we waste in a day, right? Where you can read, spend some time, listen to a podcast. There's so many good fitness podcasts out right now. And if you listen to this, I know you listen to podcasts, so why don't you listen to a good like listen to me, <laughs> listen to um, a nutrition one, listen to somebody like somebody that you relate to. There's so much. So surround yourself with people that do it or in, invest in yourself by listening to podcasts, reading books and podcasts are free. So it's like, it's free. 
So those are the two ways, right? Surround yourself with people that are going to hold you to a higher standard, not people that buy your bullshit, not your fat friend that's joining you on it, not your friend that wants you to go out to happy hour and drink crappy or drink alcohol and eat crappy food. No, when you hang out with them, you're going to get like them. That's what you get, right? We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So if you're spending your most time with people who are 40 pounds overweight, who eat shit, drink shit, make excuses all day for it, that's who you're going to be. So if you change that, you'll change you. You start hanging out with four personal trainers or four friends that are always fit or four friends that are always going out and running on weekends or or eating right or not drinking a beer after every time they run or exercise. You're going to start take, changing your life. You're going to change those habits. And then that's going to make it a lot easier to have more grit and stay in those habits. So that's it. That's the word of the week, grit. Um, share this if you got something out of it. I appreciate you guys. This is how we keep growing. Um, and I'm really grateful for all the people that are doing it and that are listening and that are sharing it. And uh, yeah, so do me that favor. All right. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. And uh, we will see you next week on Your Fat Doesn't Care. Bye-bye.